All right. Uh, Ready? Three, two, one. I was late. You're always late. <laughs> three, two, one. I don't know, man. Maybe it's the way the Earth's rotating or something. Yeah, that's it. It's the the gravitational pull. But I mean, this, Noah, this no, can... Noah Syndergaard is making less than Bobby Bonilla right now. Wait, is it Bobby Bonilla? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Should we start over? No! <laughs> Absolutely not. We're not starting over ever. If you're recording, we're not starting over. Um, that, I mean, it's that, that kind of stems into a good conversation of how much one should get paid... And oh yeah, yeah. So Bobby Bonilla makes one point two million dollars, and will for the next, I think, twenty years or so. Right. He's being paid more than Noah Syndergaard. Right. And he's not even playing. Right, and hasn't played all because of Bernie Madoff. Right. Bastards. Will Pond. Think of that as a concept, though. You have how much you feel you're worth. And then, I, I, I mean, there's so there's so many levels to this, I guess, in, in real life, right? But when you're a, a Major League Baseball player, you don't have a long career. You're only playing baseball for 20 years. If so, so, right? I'm saying I'm saying best case scenario. If you're if you're Bartolo Colon. If you're Bartolo Colon, you're playing for 20-plus years, <laughs> and you're still somehow a monster. It's like, God, it's as if I were to get up there and start pitching, like, right now, and then I just had the effectiveness of Bartolo Colon. They'd be like, I don't understand what's going on. That's that's effectively that guy. I mean, he still has his all his mechanics, I guess, which is the best part about him. I think he's on the Braves now this season. Oh, no, really? Yeah. Wow. The Braves, and what's the other team that picks up all of the old people? Florida. No, Florida gets young people before they break and then sells them when they start demanding too much money. And then pick up old people as they're on their last legs. It's Georgia's doing the same thing, so that's Atlanta doing it. And, Did you just uh, call them Georgia? Georgia. The, the Atlanta, the, Georgia. The, the Georgia Braves. <laughs> They might as well be. Who cares about the Braves? They haven't been a thing since '96. Yeah, that's true. Um, the but now think about this though. You have um, Ichiro Suzuki. Mm-hmm. He's with the Marlins still, right? Yeah, but I I still see him as like a spry young guy. He's he's he, not. He's I forty. Know. I understand that, but he's not like. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just because he's Japanese, you see him as spry and young forever. Well, he's he's a a a petite japanese man who's possibly the greatest hitter of all time i won't even say possibly he's the greatest hitter of all time um don't tell that to pete rose i don't give a shit what pete rose thinks also i think i think pete rose should be in the hall of fame i think it's stupid that he's not yeah i think that's the general consensus yeah the Hall but, of Fame's stupid. I mean, the Hall of Fame's just a ridiculous thing anyway. It's like the Hollywood yeah. Walk of Fame. It's like the Oscars. Oh, yeah. It's all it's all just bullshit that 
doesn't really equate to much more than people just patting you on the back and getting you like a turkey dinner or something like that. Oh, turkey dinner. Um, so like the Hollywood Walk of Fame, you know that this the celebrities have to pay for upkeep. Like they they're buying their star on the Walk of Fame. It's a that's public, the it's, stupidest thing I've ever heard. And it's disgusting. What it's, happens when you go broke? It's just homeless people going around and urinating on it. Wait, what happens if you go broke? Well, I don't know how long the payments are or anything like that, or if it's a one-time payment. But it's, oh, like, um, but it's like, it's like, oh, you're buying a photo op. Who's someone on the Hollywood Walk of Fame who is no longer, <laughs> like, who's just, like, broke and has no money and is sad and washed up? I mean... That's probably the majority of people on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Oh, that's sad. I know David Cassidy's on it, and he has dementia now. Well, that doesn't count. I mean, that's not washed up. That's just you have an illness. Well, I mean, he wasn't really relevant before <laughs> he had dementia. All right, well, there's that. Every, every person on the Hollywood Walk of Fame who isn't currently in the... Uh, in the game, is uh-huh. uh, is washed up and broke and forgotten. Wow. The Hollywood Walk of Fame is disgusting, and foreigners come to Hollywood, and I don't know if like they're just blind to it because they spent the money and time to come to Hollywood and see it. Right. But they go to Hollywood, and they walk around Hollywood. <laughs> right. And it's a disgusting cesspool. <laughs> I knew, I knew where you were going with that. It's like um, they, they could take 20 minutes and go to the beach, or they could take two hours and go to beautiful mountains. They could go right. to the desert. They could right. they could go downtown, which is re-burgeoning, or burgeoning, which is, has, is having a resurgence. Right. And they go to Hollywood and Grauman's Chinese Theater and, and just walk amongst the most disgusting neighborhood in the world and they take pictures of the ground <laughs> yeah two years ago a german tourist got stabbed in the face near a hollywood metro by by like a, a homeless dude uh, right two weeks ago someone went on a stabbing st- stabbing spree two blocks from my work near the carl's jr Sta- <sighs> a stabbing shooting spree that's so sad um it's it's an awful place and i don't know why people come to visit it and then keep up the like you could literally go four blocks west and walk on runyon canyon or go to the hollywood sign and it would be a thousand times better experience than walking in a shitty semi-urban area that's just filled with a bunch of hustlers and, and and just like just random people why don't you just charge to uh, to take people on tours? That sounds awful. I would I wouldn't want to be the person the type of person to run a Hollywood bullshit tour, and I wouldn't want to be in the position to talk to people who would want to take those fucking things. You could be great at it. It would be just like your time with the census. Ah, uh, that was awful. <laughs> you wore a tie all the time. No, I didn't. That was the time in. Your life where you just woke up and wore a tie. Ah, uh, yes, my 
My nine to five days. Your tie phase. <laughs> my Episcopalian minister phase. <laughs> it was great. But uh, you, no, you would there, just there show any, up. At- <laughs> there wasn't anything wrong with the census. I worked about three hours a day, and the rest of the time I got to fuck around. It was like being unemployed, but getting a small paycheck. Oh my god. The only bad thing is like interacting with people as a census taker. They did not like that. Oh. People in general. Yaramir Yager is my other example. Yeah. That He's in ancient. Florida. Well, they're all going to their retire, right? Yeah, that must be it. Oh, I wonder if he has a really good tan. I mean, they pro- he what is he? Check check? I think so, yeah. He probably just burns then. Yeah, probably. He's probably very fair skinned. He probably just hangs out in Miami all day, lifts weights. What is he on? The Predators or the what what are they? The Panthers? What's the Pan- t- hockey the team? Pan- Panthers the, is correct. The Florida Panthers? Yeah, dude. Nothing about that says hockey. The Florida, I mean, they're, well, no, but, I mean, neither does the Las Vegas Golden Knights. What is that? (laughs) That is the expansion team that's coming next year. Oh. And they do. They're trying to get the Raiders, the football team, too, aren't they? The the, uh... I I don't know. I mean, Las Vegas should have had a professional anything years ago. Well, everyone's hesitant to because it's tied so closely to gambling then, and each major league sports area or uh, venue has um, really strict guidelines, a la Pete Rose, about gambling. Right. Ooh, full circle. Yeah. Damn. That wasn't even intentional. Well, that's been 2928. Uh, we got to <laughs> the full conversation in the 10 minutes, so. <laughs> we did it. Whole show. Um, We're getting efficient at efficient at this. Jesus. Ooh. What was the other thing you said? Reburgeting. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know, man. I'm not a. You might be able to say reburgeting. I mean, it, burgeoning is. I guess reburgeoning. I guess would burgeoning just be redundant. again. Like, yeah. They burgeoned once <laughs> right. and then they went back away. Right. Back away. Jesus right. Christ. <laughs> <laughs> this is why first session is always. Uh, it's always like not as. It's a slow good. burn. It's funny because I feel like p- people will will text me or you know talk to me or what be like, yeah, I um, I don't know, I, I think I might have fallen asleep. Or I'm like, that's fine. You should listen to this podcast while falling asleep. There's nothing wrong. There, there's a guy who has a podcast like Sleep with Me or whatever, where he's talking with the, which I believe is like the exclusive purpose of helping people fall asleep. That's really weird. Is there? There's no like subconscious mind shit going on there. I don't know. I've never. You listened should listen. Li- you should listen to it. You should early listen to in- it. You have the internet too. All right, I'm gonna listen to I'm it. I'm gonna in be the- a guinea pig for some sort of mad scientist trying to in- incept things into me. I wouldn't do it that way. I would have my coffee in the morning and listen to it on my drive to work. But what if you fall asleep in the car? Oh, then that's well, dangerous. Well, no, then that's hypnotism. And that would prove my point. If I crash my car, then we know it's fucked up. (laughs) I don't, I mean, I don't even have enough time to to get tired, you know, driving up here. Just, I mean, I have like a normal, weird, it's weird for me to have a normal job, first of all. This is the first time, I've had a normal job now for six months, and it's the first time in my entire life. Yeah. 
so it's funny i don't know it's funny like i wake up i do my routine i get to work um what's your routine what is my routine what what does your routine include give it give us the 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 breakdown of lopez waking and rising um my alarm goes off about four times you have to you you wake up to an alarm yeah Mm. over the course of what time maybe what time do you have to wake up I don't. What? I'm. I mean, I don't, I don't have to. No, but what? T- what time do you set your alarm? Um, it depends. I I go. It depends on what time I go to sleep, I guess. But six twenty-five is the earliest alarm I could ever possibly have. Um, I wake up. I wake up by six thirty every day without an alarm, regardless of when I go to sleep. Yeah, you've always been like that, though. Yeah. I don't do that. I'm not a morning person. Uh, and I'm slowly not even becoming a night person anymore. I don't stay up late really almost at all. Yeah, uh, I, 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 yeah, I don't really, it's a struggle to stay up past 11 these days. Yeah. What, what's I, the point? What am I going to do? Watch fucking late night? I'm not, like, there's no point. No, no don't do that. I, I wake up, I go have, I go have coffee, um, depends on the the dog it's either dog or bathroom or reverse that order and then um i shower at night usually that's weird yeah i know people think that's weird um sometimes i'll shower in the morning like if i i guess if i hadn't showered the night i haven't showered the night before or if it's like time for me to shower then i'll go shower um i shower a lot less in the winter um, I don't usually eat breakfast. Sometimes I'll, if I'm particularly feeling it, I'll make breakfast. But I usually, I'll take the dog out right before I leave. Sometimes I'm just bang, bang, bang. I can get out of the house in like 35 minutes from waking up and just head straight to work. But sometimes it takes me about an hour. Um, it's usually somewhere in between that. Then I'll get to work. I usually get to work around nine. Um, anywhere between eight thirty and ten, mm-hmm. I get to I get to work. Um, and there's no requirement necessarily for me to be at work. The incentive is really just the earlier I'm there, you know, the earlier I can leave, I guess. But I I still have enough work. We, we talked about this briefly, but I still have enough work to do right. um, that, I, you know, I, I need to be there. You know, I I marvel often um, at, at the idea that they didn't have me because I have so much work to do. You know, and almost instantly I had so much work to do. It's just I'm apparently just taking the load off of other employees effectively you know who of course may or may not be more efficient at certain tasks um than i am but right. it, it is it is interesting and obviously i'm becoming better um at at that you know at, at becoming efficient in fact i yes just yesterday had the most insane revelation about my job i 
figured something out. Um, Kim was making fun of me about this, um, but I, this is so, this is so my father. I'm, I'm, I see what had, what had, ha- what happened yesterday, which this huge revelation that I had about the part numbers and the system and all this stuff. I basically figured something out uh, yesterday that I should have known the first day working there. And I don't know how I survived without knowing this one basic fact for six months. Okay. Um, I don't know if you want me to explain the whole thing intricately, but... I mean, can you just tell us what the epiphany was? Um, that the, the basic manufacturer part numbers, all the aftermarket, um, all the aftermarket part manufacturers use the exact same part numbers. The aftermarket ones use the same part numbers as the actual ones? Yes. Okay. Um, we need to talk about Lent. I mean... We need to? I mean, I need you to, to guide me. I had cream cheese. Is that okay? Probably not. Fuck. Uh, I had... th- here's the thing. I feel like there was a, f- there was a, there was a rehearsal few days since it snuck up on us because I, I didn't realize we were in it. Yeah, but it's, n- a, it's now, a... Now that it's the weekend, I'm going to make time to go to the grocery store and actually pick stuff out so I can make like quality control the food that I'm going to eat for the, the coming... 36 days we have left right um i guess we should start by mentioning that i'm not religious to any degree i don't think you are no but although i but do you, have you come from irish cuban heritage so you have a pretty catholic stock it's all catholic right. stock Except so, for the the random Jews that my dad say are in the family, everybody's a little Jewish. Does he my dad say says. it like a crazy person? Like, he goes, he goes. Your mother's uncle. A- he was a Jew. <laughs> no, he's like, he's like everyone's a little Jewish. I'm like, I don't know what that means. Well, but, I mean, okay. Christ was Jew. Christ Perfect. was Jew. <laughs> Christ was Jewish. <laughs> I love you in the morning. This is great. <laughs> I'm having a lot of trouble talking right now. Uh, <laughs> I, I was going to say, I'm not religious. However, my mom is, and I have... But that's a recent thing, isn't it? Well... Hasn't she whole, recently that, gone heavily Catholic? My, that whole side of the family... Yeah, I mean, yes. But that, that whole side of the family has, like, the, the roots and heritage of Catholicism. And her father was very religious. Right. Um, I have... An infant of Prague statue in my house. I don't know what that is. Well, you can Google it. I can't um, even spell it. <laughs> infant of Prague. Remember, oh, we, we okay. were ta- we were right. talking about the Czech Republic earlier. Another right. cir- no. another circle. I, I understand. When, when, no, when you, when you broke it down, I understand. It's like uh, what a few episodes back with the. Uh, uh, the, what was the word that you were? I don't know. Oh God! <laughs> oh, this is that part where people angry yell. To- toasted something toast. Oh yeah. Oh, what was where it? I was singing blinded. By oh, the la- light. it's lactose intolerant. Lactose. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what happened right here. 
Because yeah. I, I thought it was some Latin word you were saying, infantil-prog. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but infant of Prague makes perfect sense, even though I don't know what the fuck it is. Um, so, neither of us are practicing Catholics. I've been thinking about how to approach explaining competitive Lent to outsiders. Yeah. And the best that I can figure, it's kind of like our Festivus. Yeah. I, you, know, you want me to tell you how I explain it to all my friends? Yeah. I basically say... So, I have this friend who's very competitive, and the basis of our friendship kind of relies on heavy competition. Mm -hmm. This is a thing that happens. You're also a very good gambler. I hate it. I don't know why I take bets with you, because you always win. Always. Well, a lot of our bets are based on, like, willpower and achievement, so if, if, if we have an investment in that, it's not necessarily gambling, it's just, like battle you know i know but yeah so anyway i explain this i explain this to people like saying okay i always give up something for lent i've always given up something for lent and every single year it's just like you know even though you don't you know whatever the whole 60s movement of you don't actually have to do that shit anymore the you know friday meat thing and all of that which i've always done since i've been since i was a kid because I find I actually find it fun, you know. It's like it's you have to be. You, it's you're becoming a little bit more aware of what you're doing every single day. I have to think. Okay, I have to have fish, you know. Like yesterday, I had I had tuna and I had cod. It was wonderful. Mm-hmm. Fucking love it, you know. It's like anyway. I tell people I have a friend who has pretty much always heard that I was doing it and thought. And always said out loud, you've always been like, I can do that. So you basically always join me for Lent. Well, I, and I, 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 I've been thinking about it because it, it happened so quickly this year and we're, right. we're throwing it together. And I was going back in time trying to remember where it all started and whatnot. And I know we went through briefly the pancake thing, which is like more or less the origin story of, of, of the friendship. Right. And then... That same year, we started going to Mahars very regularly. Right. And Mahars was a beer bar in Albany that was in, essentially set up like a Pokemon or, or Pogs or some, some, some sort of collector's game where you print out a list and you're allowed to have four beers every time you go there. Right. So that's not competition, but that's where like... Like, we were obsessively going there and then going with people that weren't affiliated with the other person to try to get ahead of each other. Right. To to get our lists quicker and quicker. Drinking, but then drinking there were incentives. All, there are incentives. There's t-shirts and, and mugs. And so the t-shirt was 50. Right. Mug was 250? I think 150. Okay. There's no, there's no way it's 250. Um, okay. But... We were doing that for a good few months, drinking a lot of heavy cask beers and stouts and porters, and realized that we were quickly becoming fat shits. Yes. So, from what, and tell me if this is the wrong order, but I believe when Lent came around, you're like, I'm giving up beer for Lent. The yes. first the first competitive Lent was beer, right? Yes. And I was totally on board. I was like, oh, I can do that. Yeah. And... I- 
I like I don't know if we want to get into it, but because we gave up beer doesn't mean we gave up hard liquor. So <laughs> a lot of nights, but one night in particular, I remember us drinking gin like it was beer. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was you see you I had never had gin before that, really. I you basically introduced me to gin. And cuz I didn't think I liked gin. Um I like gin now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like a lot. Um I do remember, yeah, I remember all of that. The other huge uh, motivating factor th- for me for Mahars, okay, was uh-huh. which we can talk about Mahars openly because it's it's uh gone. I mean this place was fucking amazing and it's gone now. Um and, so I, it's and like, I got to my mug but never got it. I also got to my mug and never ordered it, yeah. And you beat me to the mug. Yeah. By like two beers and I went and did it that when you told me you did it, I went and did it the next night. Nice. Um, you were like nine, eight or nine ahead of me for like, cause you started going with Jared. Um, and like, anyway, um, the reason why we could talk about Mahar so openly is because this place is now like, you know, gone and it died a sad, sad, sad death. And, um, basically someone literally died. Uh, and the building got, the, they had never owned the building. It was they were always renting that place, which is mind blowing to me. That I don't I don't know why you would do that, but anyway, it was always a rented property. The woman who owned the place died, left it to her grandchildren, and her grandchildren pushed Mahars out, didn't renew their rent, and sold the building to the guy who owns that entire block. And the guy put in some college bar, right. Um, but um, which in, I've never been to ever. I uh, me neither. It was this all happened after I moved out here. Yeah. Um, but the the gin drinking experience I believe uh, started at the other bar in that area, Juniors or Michaels or which was it? Oh my god! Classy Clown is where. It, oh my! That god. was Classy Clown night, dude. You know, Classy Clown night was like the night before one of my biggest midterms that I just skipped. And look at you now. I know. <laughs> Classy clown. <And> so I, <laughs> I was going to say the other huge motivating factor, which I didn't actually mention before, I don't think, was money. I was like, we were quickly, I was quickly spending way too much money. Like as much money as I was spending in rent a month, definitely. <laughs> like no question. Because we, we did it, there was a February, basically. Right. That we, It was like a January, February. We were riding our bikes to Mars, and we were just getting four beers a night to just... Like get $7 to, a beer. Yeah, get to 50 as soon as possible. Like, most of the... Yeah, average was like... It was an insane business model. And yeah. The, the fact that they put a cap on how many you could drink, too, kept yep. people from trying to do 50 in one night, which is really smart. Right. And well, it made the, sure that people would continue to come back. And obviously, if you're going to a bar two or three times a week, you're not always going to go with just the same group of people. You'll always bring other people. Right. The The interesting thing there, I should add this, this is part of the, the business model, is we should just open a Mahars in Vermont, shouldn't we? That's not a bad um, idea. It's not a bad idea. That's, I mean, it's a, just use their business model. It's brilliant. Um but how many people in Vermont are going to stop at four beers and be like, why? 
Well, that's the thing is it's not – it wasn't enforced. that it, it wasn't a four-beer limit. It was only four beers would count on your list. Oh. So it's not a limit. It's just a limit to your list because they – that, that – that, oh, it's so brilliant because it was done by hand, right? Mm-hmm. So people would take the list and at the end of the night, the bartenders would tally up four beers per person. Right? Or if you had fewer, you had fewer, whatever. I mean, sometimes that I mean, happens. Just imagine if they had held out for like another 10 years or so and they were able to develop the Mahars app. And then they could go, then you could go global and go into any Mahars chain and continue to update your app. The thing is they would have never done that because it was also – also, I should say – I mean, but we should do that now is what I'm saying. We should start oh, in Vermont. We should definitely do that. And then make an app – that does that your your beer your beer counter i'm sure it's it already exists i'm sure it does what what did we what did you say that this uh category of this podcast is society and culture yeah why not i don't know i guess that makes we, sense. We, we cover all all aspects yeah i mean we definitely do um we talk is it business we should just say it's business because we give business ideas every single episode now apparently there's someone weed whacking in my neighborhood. I'm sure it's going to get picked up on my mic. Yeah, I hear it. Great. Great. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, the so, the Mahars, so the, the first I've, yeah. The first competitive lent started out of competitive nature to stop drinking beer. Right. And then I believe we gave up meat the next time, right? Yes. Wow, yeah. And I won that because I was pescatarian for the next like 6 years. So <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Wow, really you you just never started back up from that? Here here's the thing. On the tail end of that competitive one, there's a our our Twitter picture, our banner picture on Twitter is us camping. Yeah. That camping happened soon after Lent. Yeah. So I had a little bit of meat after after that Lent, but then we went camping, and we cooked eggs with a whole pack's worth of bacon <laughs> grease. You which, mean I did? Yes. Which, which yeah, because I was like, oh, use a little of the bacon grease uh, for the cast iron to to cook those eggs, and uh. you cooked all the bacon and put the eggs in all of the bacon grease, which immediately led to me being violently ill i got like went to sleep got up 10 minutes later ran away from the tent in the dark and just torrents of vomit can i just tell can i just tell my version of that story it was the worst camping trip in my experience but i had a hell of a lot of fun we were yeah it was it was a ton of fun floyd floyd the mouse yeah, you don't have to tell all the stories right now. Oh, that God. we could just go back. <laughs> <laughs> There's the Floyd story, Floyd Hamlet. Um, we had, oh God, remember allergies? Um, remember his his uncle just took us for a tractor ride. Oh, remember his uncle just came out in scrubs with a chainsaw, like it was a horror movie. You just gave away the best part of that story. I didn't know we were leading to something. <laughs> I know, but that's so funny. We show up. Um, Duvall was sitting in the back seat. I had him sitting in like the smallest of quarters, 
we were driving my Jeep Cherokee there. It was freaking ridiculous. We had to stop at his grandmother's house and, like, basically pay homage to the matriarch before we could go to the camp. We did that. She was super nice. We got to the camp finally, which is, like, the worst. You have to just drive for, like, eight miles in one direction, take a right, five miles, take a right, five miles, and then take another right, and then finally we could get to the land. It was ridiculous because it was all closed off by state land on one side. Well, because it's right near the uh, the mental prison where Berkowitz is. Yep. So, so, so their campgrounds share land with... <laughs> A st- state mental asylum. institute. Yep. So there's the old insane asylum, and then, but there's all this eminent domain, like huge fucking power lines too on their land, and they were all like, everyone talked about how, ah, uh, yeah, didn't used to be here, but then the state came through and blah blah blah, and then we pull up. I went. I drove my jeep on this awful fucking road. I mean, completely unmaintained road huge ruts i was throwing basically guiley's face into the brush he was pissed um there was like trees coming into the vehicle because i was riding the center line and then i finally pull into like the woods where we're supposed to be we get out we've already had a pretty traumatizing experience because we had a mouse in the car and uh we were all pretty freaked out and i refused to pull over because we were doing 80 miles an hour oh so Uh, the, the mouse i was sitting in his was it an 89 or whatever? What, what year's your Jeep? 91? That Jeep, that Jeep was a 94. 94. We were sitting there. It was early on in the trip. And I'm sitting there. And all of a sudden, you know when you start feeling like a bug or something on your hand or something tickle you? <laughs> and you try to brush it off and everything? I felt kept feeling something. And I was like, what is that? What is that? And then this mouse is just crawling out of the upholstery onto my body. <laughs> which... I wasn't afraid of getting bit by the mouse and stuff, but I wasn't expecting a mouse to be crawling on me. <laughs> it was just, it was just sitting upright, like, like, paws together, looking up at you from the center console where the 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 shifter was. It was so funny. I, I was laughing so hard. Duvall just wanted to name it the entire time. So we named it after the... The town we were going yeah, through. Floyd Hamilton. Floyd Hamlet. <laughs> you always call it Floyd Hamilton. The Hamlet uh, of Floyd. And in... then soon after that, we drove uh... through some area where there was some sort of weird pollen or something, and my eyes swole shut. Oh, that's right. So we had to stop at a rest area. I had to Get go you in. Get allergy medicine. I, I went in, talked to the lady behind the counter... <laughs> Without being able to see anything and ask for some allergy medicine. <laughs> so the point is we were all ready for a beer. Okay, so the only thing we wanted to do when we showed up uh, at the camp was just have a beer. So I get out of the car. I pull up to this this area that's kind of like a green mode cut out. No one in sight. I mean, it's woods. All woods, woods, woods and thick brush. I get out of the vehicle. Duvall's behind me and gets out of the vehicle. Guiley gets out, and Guiley and I are looking at Guiley and I are looking at each other. He looks over into the brush and coming out of this like deer path. Okay, 
is someone walking. He looks over at me and goes, hey, hey. And I look up and I see this guy and I look at Gailene just for just half a second. I was like, oh my God, we're going to die right now because this guy was coming out of the out of the woods in scrubs, covered in blood with a fucking chainsaw. Okay? On Mental Institute property. <laughs> yes. And this was all, you know, this all came up and all this. And I was, I thought, oh my God. This is how I'm going to die. I, I don't think he had blood on him, though, did he? He had blood stained on his fucking scrubs from, did we ever from find gutting, out what... gutting deer, dude. With a chainsaw? No, he was going to clear brush with the chainsaw. Anyway, the kicker there is Duvall comes out from behind me. He's a smaller man than most people. Um, Ouch. That's, that's, my, that's my comment there. And he comes out from behind me and goes, Uncle Jamie! And, and your and your face was just like, what? I can't believe it. He was going to clear some wood and stuff, and he just wears. He was explaining to us because he realized it was weird. He was like, "Yeah, I wear scrubs to to gut my deer." It's like, first of all, I don't remember any of that happening. Did you remember the bathtub that was full of wet corn? I remember a bathtub i don't remember what was wet corn doing in it was he maybe fermenting he, it was he was it a still maybe he didn't have corn in it but he explained to me that that was for baiting deer oh he's like you know they just come up here and eat and i could just shoot him <laughs> i did not know that uh, so i remember anyway. the bathtub i remember the weird fucking haunted hayride we took of the property oh that was amazing though that's the other uncle tom What's his name? I don't know. Oh, it was a different Damn. guy? Yeah. There were two different guys there? Yeah, because that's the other. Didn't we? Yeah. Are you serious? There, that Remember the guy was building the house in the middle of nowhere? Oh, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's on the other side of the property. And it's like, a pr- it's not like the farthest walk, but it's like mm-hmm. not close to the area where we camped. And he just had a tractor, like this old fucking Ford tractor that he was just... And we just rode around in the back of it, and he showed us the whole property. He was like, this is where your land is, Matt. He's like, this is where you will have your Everyone has a parcel. Yeah, exactly. Uh, So great. So that was was the last time that I ate ate meat for like six years, I think. Uh, So let me just say, uh, uh, why do we always do this? We... This is the part that I remember. I remember we ate, we went to bed, okay? Guyle and I were sharing a tent, I think, and it was the middle of the night. And we were all, we, like, within some, uh, Duvall was sleeping in the trailer, uh-huh. right? He, you and I were sharing a tent, and then you got up. I didn't wake up. I, when... I I was asleep and then simultaneously woke up and sat up and ran at the tent. Like I was. I didn't. I was like. <laughs> but, but I. Oh yes, you were making noises. But I didn't. I didn't like know what was happening. I was like still like fully fucking asleep, and I just hear you hurling like 
violently, violently vomiting. I've been sick before. I've been like drunk sick, and I've been like like flu sick. (laughs) I've never really had food poisoning that I know of that I could equate to food poisoning. Uh This was the worst experience of my life. I've never. I felt like it. It, it only uh, lasted for about fifteen seconds or, or, or thirty seconds, but <laughs> I wanted to die. <laughs> I've never. I've never heard anyone so violently vomiting and so upset about it. Like clearly, like oh, like it so... came out with such ferocity. Oh, because it was just pure grease. <laughs> the best part it about it was just it is... like four cups of bacon grease and then some eggs. <laughs> I I didn't say anything, but from the trailer, which had an open window, I heard, "Damn, Guyly, is that you?" And you were like, "Yeah." And and then Duvall was just like, "Are you okay?" And you were like, "I think so." <laughs> Or like I am now, or something to that effect. Uh, I don't. Yeah, I just remember. Oh wow! And then uh, I, I do every time. Every time you do me like my voice, yeah. a, in a character. Yeah. I don't think it sounds anything like me. <laughs> you always make it sound like gruff and confused. <laughs> 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 That's that's how you are. That's my that's my my characterization of you. Right. I just wanted to get that out there. That I I don't know if that's how I actually sound or not. Even though I can listen back to the uh, the audio here. You do grunt a lot. Huh? You can, I kind of I kind of like uh, what I do is I mix in the the feeling of the fact that you kind of make random grunts all the time that have no words. You know, and then I I mix that into the voice of your character. Okay. It kind of like I try to put it at the f- beginning or end of whatever you're saying. Ugh. You know. <laughs> you do it a lot, so it's like you know, it's like the head paddock. Um. We I have ha- not discussed what we're doing for the rest of Lent yet, which is the whole point of this fucking show. Well, I mean, last Lent, we got Bill involved. That was two years ago. Oh, I'm talking about last last year's Lent. Oh, yeah, he was involved two years ago. Was he really? What, yeah, did, we, what I, did we do two years ago? That was the trifecta. I thought last year. No, last year was just the weight loss challenge. Yes. Oh, yeah, the trifecta. Yeah, we oh, did yeah. the trifecta. That was a good one. This year is a little more confused because I was not ex- here's I didn't realize what time of year it was. So the same day. Wait, when was Lent? The second? It starts the second, or no, was it started the first? started the first, which is why we're all off because okay. Ash Wednesday was the the first. Oh, I was working. Yeah, everyone was working. It was Wednesday. I, I'm just saying, what do you like mean off. Oh wait, what? We're all off what? of what? We're off like schedule because Ash Wednesday, the beginning of Lent, started the first day of March, which that's almost never happens. Oh, I mean, I don't even know when it's supposed to start. Um, but so I, <laughs> so we, we we hadn't prepared anything, and so we were thinking on the fly. 
But also, the next day was my dad's birthday, so I gave him a call to wish him a happy birthday. And while I'm talking to them, they're like, oh, we're really looking forward to seeing you next week. And I realized that they're coming out here for two weeks starting next week, and I had no idea. How'd you have no idea? Because I didn't know it was, like, that close already. I thought it was going to be later in March. Oh, that's awesome. I was like, yeah, it's next week. Okay. Are are you taking time off work? No, I'll probably shift my schedule. Basically, when they come out, they come to L.A. on the weekends, and then the rest of the week they go somewhere else. Oh, that's awesome. So like we hang out like Thursday through Sunday, and then they go somewhere on a, tri- on, a on like a four day trip or whatever. Awesome. Um. So we're. Oh, tr- I, lo- I love your parents. They make such good like, they're just such good. At, they're so good at doing things like that. They're they're good trip planners. They are. Um. So yeah, this Lent, we're kind of doing a, like a tier leveled weekly program i guess it could be explained better than that but the way i understood it as per your your well thought out text was it would be a cumulative series of weekly uh abstinences yeah yeah absentitions abstainings abstainings i don't know I don't know how you stance. No, definitely not. There, it's it's we're we're abstaining from different things cumulatively each week. So the first one we picked was pretty easy, like easy to do. Well, easy to give up, but hard to execute in that the breadth of it is kind of all-consuming. Right. So the first one. The quick one that we picked out of the because I, I wasn't ready to give up alcohol or coffee or whatever else at that moment. So, <laughs> so like four o'clock the day before Lent, we're like, oh, uh, it'll be we'll we'll start by giving up refined sugar, right? Which is fine. I don't I don't fuck with soda or like I'm not huge on ice cream and desserts and stuff. Right, me neither. But so what does get works. me is like, oh, if I want to order Thai food. Obviously, the pad thai is going to have, like, sugar in the sauce and shit like that. Yep. So this was middle of the week, and I hadn't, like, I wasn't prepared for it or anything like that. So it's been a, a lot of tuna and, and eggs so far. <laughs> right. So hopefully this weekend I'll be able to get to a grocery store to build out some qual- f- quality-controlled food. On Friday I had, every Friday, my coworker brings in bagels. And for some reason, every Friday I'm a fucking hot mess when I get to work. And it takes me like three hours to remember that it's Friday and uh-huh. to remember that like like the week before I forgot my food I forgot my food entirely. So I just ate a bagel at noon and it yeah. was great. So anyway. So yeah, we're we're a little I'm a little off because I'm pretty sure that cream cheese has sugar in it. Oh yeah, no, I'm I'm sure I'm a little off too. I had some fucking mayo and some tuna that I bought at a restaurant at some point, so I'm sure whatever was in there had sugar in it too. I could but, get ve- vegan mayo though, right? I don't know. Is all right. I we'll guess have to look. Yeah, basically, this is just difficult in execution. It's not difficult as far as willpower goes. Exactly. Um, so we so each I guess Wednesday we'll add another one to to the list. Yep. Okay. Any thoughts on what the next one should be this Wednesday? 
Oh, you made such a good list. I have to go back and fucking find it. I mean, those um, were just kind of off the top of my head. I wasn't like... Those aren't hard and fast, you know? Right. I took a screenshot and I sent it to Bill. Is Bill uh, doing this too or what? We can always do our normal thing, which is get him in late. <laughs> but we should do a thing where we tell him it's a bet and then tell him he lost. And then split the money. I mean, we could also do the thing where you still pay me for losing last year. No, nah, I'll do it eventually. We, mean, could do, have... we could do that thing. <laughs> I welched on my bet last year and still haven't paid him. So. And then you tried to say you paid me by sending me some bogus uh, squares. <laughs> it wasn't bogus. I just, I just you, misunderstood it. You misread it. It was me asking for the money, not you paying me the money. Right. I thought I thought I paid and he declined. What happened was he requested and I declined. <laughs> so, you know, it's a it's a great relationship we have. Um at least that screenshot helps me know how much I owe you. Right. Um Yeah, you said so your screenshot says your screenshot Week one, sugar. Week two, second item, like processed food. Then you just go and list the, the weeks. So we should kind of think of this. Let's just write everything down. Processed food is an idea, but that's kind of in, uh, inclusive Concert. with processed, with the sugar. Yeah. Um, what else? Well, I mean, there's always beer, alcohol, coffee. Red meat, all meat anything like that let's do uh, meat should be we should go a little further into it before we give up red meat i could do probably three weeks no red meat that's not that hard it's easy for you yeah there's a cornucopia of non-red meat options out here you're in a food desert but you're, I, but you're not because you, everything is delicious and wholesome out there. It's right, just my not exotic. Stuff, <laughs> not exotic at all. My wholesome stuff, half of it is red meat. It's beer, bread, <laughs> cheese, and meat, which are like the four things that I said we should give up. <laughs> yeah, that's the, the the hardest part of like what you're suggesting. I give up is it's all the stuff that I have to eat basically. Because of where, I, if I had a farm or something, it'd be fine. I'd just like slaughter a lamb or something. But like, is a lamb lamb's red meat, isn't it? No, is it? I don't know. Because pork is the other white meat, but is it actually red meat? I don't know. I guess they say red when they say red meat. Do they just mean cows? No, they can't. Because turkey and chicken are white meats. Right, but they're also a completely different, like, species. Not species. Phylum? No. Class of animal? Let's go with class of animal. They're birds. (laughs) They are birds. Oh, you really love the animal kingdom and know nothing about it. That's like... Uh, Well, what, what are you basing that on? Because I didn't know sloths could swim? No, 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 no. I'm just making fun of you because you've already said you've had another part of the podcast that I listen back to and I laugh every time. But it's just like you're like Phylum Kingdom. 
<laughs> Which well, one is it? Well, what's the the, the there's a there's there's a genus species device. Oh, I don't know. Please it's something. Excuse my dear Aunt Sally. No, but that's for parentheses and stuff and, and <laughs> equations. That's for mathematic <laughs> equations. Yes, it's the order of operations. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and parentheses are in there. Um, it's the first one. Yeah, that's how I remember that. That's that thing. Um, no, there's something with like a pond or something. God, my uh, mom would be so mad at me right now. Really? They don't listen, do they? No. Oh, I'm gonna tell them to start. Please don't. <laughs> See, where, 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 whereas Lopez is telling everyone he knows to listen, I'm telling no one I know because I want it to right. happen. Like, I want to die and then be, and then be like, do you know he did a weekly podcast for like four hours a day every day? There's like 3,000 episodes out there. <laughs> <laughs> you want to be posthumously remembered or like listened to. I just want it to be some weird thing. Like, I had no idea he did this. That's that's not how that works. What are we looking up? Oh. Domain, kingdom. kingdom, phylum, class, order, family, genus, species. Oh, obviously order is what you were looking for. Dude, Jesus Christ. That's so heavy. I don't know. Oh, there's so many different mnemonics. Determined, kind people can often follow ghostly screams. Not that one. Did King Philip cry out, for goodness sakes? Didn't That's... know Popeye's chicken offered free gizzard strips. No, not that one. The king one's fine. Do kangaroos prefer cake or frosting, generally speaking? That's it. That's the one. Dumb kids paint crack on freeway get stoned. No. Drunken kangaroos punch children on family game shows. No. I like that one. Donkey Kong plays chess outside for Jesus. No. None of these are the ones that I remember. How? How are there so many? There's a one about fish and ponds. Was this called a mnemonic device? Mnemonic. 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 Johnny Mnemonic. Did you just say that to say that, or is that a thing? Oh, it's a Keanu Reeves movie. Oh, I don't know about him. Yeah, I'm aware of it. It wasn't for you. Hmm. <laughs> Wait. For all your friends who don't listen? Ah, ah, keep if... pond clean or froggy gets sick. But I think I used to do fish get sick. That's it? Keep pond clean or fish get sick. What's F? Family. Mm. Genus species. Keep pond clean class order family genus species. Okay, that's interesting. That's actually not that bad. That's pretty easy. Mm. Wow, mnemonic devices are great. But it's like I don't use it on every day, so that's why everyday use, so that's why I have trouble remembering it, you know? That's like the NATO phonetic alphabet. I've always I've wanted to like memorize the NATO phonetic alphabet, and now that I have a job where I talk to people on the phone, I feel like I probably should. Yeah. Like for describing serial numbers to people, they always want you to use the generic one. But I always resort to using 
just ones I make up on the fly. Oh my god, that's what Kim does. I, it makes me laugh so hard. I will be crying laughing in the background. <laughs> like that's that's the funniest. That should be a, that should be an SNL skit. That's that that concept is so funny. Oh god. Cuz you're talking to someone on the phone and you just want to get the whole point is to get the point across as, as quickly and as efficiently as possible and you're making it harder when you're choosing you're creating stuff on an the fly. alphabet that you're trying to teach them. <laughs> yeah, it's awful cuz you could pick wrong I've heard people on the phone pick bad ones and be like, "No, no, no, no." No, 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 sorry. Yeah. That makes no sense. <laughs> that doesn't help you. <laughs> oh, God. Do you want to you wanna close out hour one and, uh, and, and, and break and get back? Well, y- yeah, but I'm just saying I think competitive Lent should be something that anyone who's not religious or is religious could totally get into. Simply because it's like a test of like wills. Yeah. No. Definitely. So find so find someone or some people that you want to be better than, and then just challenge them. Because yes. competitive Lent, like it's just good to take forty days out of your, out of your your time to be cognizant of something that you're trying, like to actively participate in giving something up or being better at something. You know. Right. It doesn't have to be connected to like religion or anything like that, right? It's just the 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 best part about the like, you know, life is you take you know take what you want from it, right? You take the the good parts and incorporate them into your life as you see fit. That's kind of the whole point, right? Is you know to be a better person. That's the whole point of fucking religion in the first place is to eh. you know make people not sin and shit. You know, so it's like granted. I mean, the point of it, religion it, originally was to keep control and create rules that kept minority and uh the the impoverished down so the ruling class could stay in power okay well i'm not a uh i'm not a theologist thank god i don't think Um, that's theology i think that's more like social anthropology maybe all right well i don't study theology so i I don't know about like all of that stuff but in the end if you think about the basic tenets is like do good be good etc it's like just good like kind of life goals because i think as humans we kind of aren't usually um we're kind of assholes right but you can you can approach it from a completely atheistic point of view and still be a good person totally i'm not i'm not saying that i think you don't have to tie be like learning about being good to religion no, not at all. I just think sometimes that it's for stupid people who just need something to follow and remind themselves to be good. Right. To make not sure to say, that Santa not, Claus is watching them. Not to gloss that over and say that everyone who's into religion is stupid, because that would be stupid to just say any sort of, you know, over-glossing, you know, thing like that. Um, right, but I think I think there's something to be said for people who believe too strongly in religion aren't necessarily stupid, but are easily swayed into believing the simplest explanation. Possibly, or it has to do with wanting to have an explanation. You know, there are plenty of uh, physicists, famous physicists, who, you know, believe in a god, 
you know. Or Name that, four. Um, there's that dude with the <laughs> with the hair. Um, Miho, the guy who's always on CBS News. No, Albert Einstein. I would say, oh, you know what? I bet Neil deGrasse Tyson believes in a god. Why would you say that? I think I've heard him say God on a show before. Okay. Um, so, there's Neil deGrasse Tyson. How about that? He's the big one. You've successfully named one physicist that you know the name of without well, any evidence that he believes in God. <laughs> no, I think he believes in I think he believes in a god, which is the point. Not that wow, this is becoming this is becoming heavy instead of like taking a break, which is what we should have done. <laughs> We're just dipping in. My issue with, with dipping in further, which I don't have an issue with, is just that you're not gonna cut this to be episode two at any point. Theolo- theology. You're just gonna let oh, it we're ride. not gonna start off with like the limited the music's playing right now. <laughs> it's absolutely playing over this whole conversation. <laughs> and it, it, it might be like deicide or something too. I haven't, I haven't decided yet. <laughs>